sen lò kò wonu e lò e jè jè sikò dara kò mò o nè si se wò bò dàtè en bò bi a jan lè e jè dè kè lè rò gò lò e rà kpari wò e jè yò nè rù lò rù kò jè sù bò lò on se se nò a mò bà bà wà gàn sù rù nà nè tò fi kè lè yè bò bà kè lè yò jè se dà dà nò lè fù wò nè tò nè tò nè lò tò bà fi tì kè sari vò kè sari bè nè kò dè mò jù kò nè tò kù o xa ma didi wà dè rò gò lò ili wò rò Fwa adura ati igbani ni yonju, ekpe baba wani no luwa, si ori ero ibani soro yi, 090-81-200-200. Bakono, Testimony Prophetic Link, Lori Facebook, ati baba Testimony 123, Lori Instagram, Jesu Loluwa. Fresh 107.9 FM for choosing fresh 107.9 fm abelgota great morning to you uh, today friday the 29th of january 2021 great to know you're there uh, joining us as we well get set to wrap things up as far as uh, the working week is concerned today uh, is the last friday of the uh, month of january uh, 2021 uh, but you're saying to yourself our time flies uh, you know uh, it's been 29 days already uh, since we started the year uh, 2021 i know it's a friday that comes with a lot of rush everyone um trying to get to so many places so quickly i don't know what it is the rush that comes with a friday um well someone said uh, people have um, goals set out for the week especially with businesses you know people have targets <laughs> i hear some people do uh, thrifts on on fridays and then there are things they have to meet so you know explains the rush and for some people they just want to get out of town get back to their families get back to their loved ones whatever the case is today please be careful stay safe take things easy and just have a great day wear your face masks as well 
in town, wherever you are today. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM, my burgers. It's time to find out the headlines on the National Dailies this Friday. It's freshly pressed this morning, right here on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Thank you for joining us this Friday morning, the 29th of January, 2021. Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. It's freshly pressed this Friday. We do this Mondays through Friday, 7 to 8 o'clock. Wally Bakar is my name. Time to take a look at the headlines on the dailies once again uh, this week. Mr. Samson, I can delay is on the program this Friday. Uh, that's somewhat unusual. Good morning to you. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here on... Uh on a Friday like this. You'll probably get an idea what you do on Fridays today. Well? What is uh, your regular Friday like? This time I should, be, I should still be <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> the Punch, the Tribune, the Guardian, the Premium Times, the Pen Pushing Newspapers. Those are the options available to us uh, this morning. Quite a number of um, headlines to look out for. We'll very quickly mention them and get talking. Uh, Kidnappers, gunmen, old sway, abduct 75, kill 18, uh, is on the punch, boldly written uh, this morning, talking about the security situation in the country. Um, kidnappers, gunmen, old sway, abduct 75, kill 18, is on the punch. Uh, we'll have to find out, take a peep into that story and find out where uh, that has happened. President. National Assembly on collision course over service chief's confirmation. Uh, that's also on the punch uh, this morning. Remember, uh, the service chiefs were appointed some days back. There's been some talks about their confirmation by the National Assembly. President National Assembly on collision course over service chiefs is on the punch as well uh, this morning. Nothing to show for Buhari's investment. In SIP, that's Social Investment Programs, that's according to the chairman of the Senate Committee on Army, Aline Dume, uh, is also on the punch uh, this morning. COVID-19 vaccines stop misinformation in your domains. That's on the punch as well. COVID-19 vaccines stop misinformation in your domains. Federal government urges monarchs is on the punch this morning. Speaking of COVID-19, NCDC confirms 864 new cases. Total, now 127,024. Uh, that's on the Tribune this morning as well to look out for. 384 out of 802 returnees from Saudi Arabia arrive at Abuja is on the Tribune. Uh, those returnees uh, from that recent viral video where some... Uh, individuals were seen uh, on the floor, you know, in bags, saying they'd been stranded and begging for help from the Nigerian government. Well, 384 out of 882 returnees from Saudi Arabia arrive. Abuja is on the Tribune uh, this morning. Transparency International. Nigeria ranks second most corrupt West African country. It's right there on the Tribune. 
quite a number of reactions have been trailing the Transparency International Corruption Perception Index. Worsened corruption rating under Buhari vindicates us. Guess who? That's according to the PDP. is on the Tribune uh, this morning. Uh, Buhari warns against foiling of ethnic religious prejudices is on The Guardian uh, this morning. Petroleum bill faulty. Niger Deltans insist. Uh, that's on The Guardian this morning. The airing on the petroleum uh, industry bill has been on for some days now. The Senate at theirs uh, Monday, Tuesday, the House of Reps at theirs Wednesday, Thursday. And it appeared they saved the best for the last day. Yesterday was a very interesting one uh, during the airing. Uh, it, it was blows exchanged uh, between some oil producing commu- communities or individuals from some oil producing communities at the airing yesterday. Petroleum bill faulty. Niger Deltans insists is on the Guardian. Ogun government signs MOU with French firm for dairy food production is also on the Guardian this morning. NCC probes data depletion illegal deductions by telcos. Is another report to look out for um, on The Guardian. Presidency attacks Transparency International over Nigeria's poor corruption rating. Uh, that is on the Premium Times uh, this morning. Police officers arrested for flogging people, including women, in Imo. Is also on the Premium Times uh, this morning. And then there's the other conversation about the service chiefs. Service chiefs Buhari violated Nigerian Constitution and Forces Act. That's according to some lawyers is on the Premium Times as well uh, this morning. There are a number of headlines to look out for uh, on the pen-pushing newspapers. Just before we take our very first break and return to talk about some of these uh, headlines this morning, Ogun State government's denial of my appearance on state-owned media propelled me to establish radio station. Uh, that's according to Senator Badara. is on the pen-pushing newspapers uh, this morning. Uh, police nab suspected armed robbers while appeasing God of Iron <laughs> is on the publishing newspapers as well. Uh, revealed how Dimka's coup disrupted Pele's visit to Nigeria is another of the publishing newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number uh, of headlines to look out for this uh, morning, but we'll take a very quick break and uh, return to talk about some of these stories. We'll be kickstarting things. Uh, with the Corruption Perception Index released by Transparency International yesterday, Nigeria uh, falling to its lowest rating since 2015. And it's been generating a lot of reactions from the presidency, of course, the opposition PDP. We'll do that in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Academic Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academic Suite, home away from home. 
Ogu State was created on the 3rd of February 1976. This state has enjoyed uninterrupted peace. Security of lives and properties have also been taken so serious by all security outfits. That is why Freelance and Independent Broadcasters Association of Nigeria, FIBAN Ogu State Chapter, is organizing our special award night theme for our sake to celebrate all security outfits in Ogu State. The Nigerian Police Force, Nigerian Army, NSCDC, and so on. IAS Unique Homes will also receive a meritorious award. The program comes up on the 5th of February 2021 at Quarry Imperial Hotel at Beokuta time 4 p.m. Special guest of honor, His Excellency Prince Dr. Dakwabiodun MFR, the Executive Governor of Auguste, Chairman of the Day, Right Honorable Olakuli Oluomo, Speaker, Auguste House of Assembly, Host, Comrade Olufemi Omilani, Auguste Fiban Chairman, Chief Host, Comrade Desmond Ungwachuku, National President Fiban, Op Fiban, Power of the Tongue. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Friday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Ali Bakar is my name. Mr. Samson Akindele is on program this morning as we take a look at the headlines together. Remember, at Fresh FM, Abelkata on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. Uh, we'll definitely check them out later on the program this morning. We're live on Facebook to drop your contributions via that avenue. And uh, feel free to share that video and allow a lot of others to join in. Uh, by watching us live in the studio. Uh, Presidency attacks Transparency International over Nigeria's poor corruption rating is on the Premium Times uh, this morning. Uh, the Well, that's a reaction of the Presidency to the uh, Corruption Perception Index released by uh, Transparency International yesterday. The Presidency has accused Transparency International of releasing sensational and baseless rating on Nigeria and the fight against corruption. President Muhammadu Buhari spokesperson Gabashew said this Thursday in a statement in reaction to the latest Transparency International Corruption Perception Index. Premium Times reported how Nigeria dropped three places and scored lower in number of points than in the previous year's record. This is an indicator that corruption is perceived to have worsened in the country within the last one year. The fresh TICPI says Nigeria scored 25 out of 100, which is one point less than its 26 points in the previous year. It says Nigeria is now 149 out of 180 countries, a record that is three steps lower than its rank of 146 in 2019. Well, according to Transparency International's data, um, they say uh, what uh, the uh, spokesperson to the president I said the Buhari administration deserves credit for diminishing corruption in the public service and will continue to vigorously support prevention, enforcement, public education and enlightenment activities of anti-corruption agencies. We are currently analyzing the sources of data used in arriving at the latest Transparency International report on corruption perception in Nigeria since by their own admission they don't gather their own data. This report is not an accurate portrayal of the facts on ground. In the coming days, the government's technical unit on governance research We'll be providing more detailed information on the sources of the Transparency International data. While this has been awaited, examination carried out on their 2019 report showed that 60% of their data was collected from businesses and other entities with issues bordering on transparency and the ease of doing business at the port. Although this is a government ready to learn from mistakes and make corrections, the economy of this country in its fullness is bigger than the seaports we have. 
Uh, we're also not unaware of the characters behind the Transparency International in Nigeria, whose opposition to the Bari administration is not eating. It goes on and on the um, reaction by Mr. Kaba Shehu on behalf of the presidency as regards the uh, TI report. In fact, according to Transparency International, uh, they say that Nigeria is uh, the second uh, worst uh, country as far as corruption is concerned in West Africa, uh, second to Guinea-Bissau. Uh, the People's Democratic Party, uh, for them, they say uh, that report is on the Tribune this morning. Worsened corruption rating under Buhari vindicates us. Uh, that's the reaction uh, from the PDP. Uh, they observe the abysmal 2020 corruption index report on Nigeria by Transparency International saying that it has further confirmed that the president-led APC government is a citadel of corruption and the most corrupt administration in the history of our nation. Making this declaration in a statement by the National Public Secretary Kola Logbodion, uh, the main opposition party asserted that the TI report will show the country uh, plunging to a putrid 149 on the corruption perception index in 2020 uh, is an incontrovertible confirmation according to them, that our nation is more corrupt under President Buhari and the APC than it was in 2015 when they took office. Well, the the rest of the reaction by the PDP is on the Tribune. Wasn't corruption rating under Buhari vindicates us? Uh, that's uh, according to the People's Democratic Party. Uh, it's right there on the Tribune. Uh, because uh, the, when, when you, after a report, as the uh, Corruption Perception Index uh, report yesterday, uh, you would expect... Uh, the reactions that we've gotten. The presidency, of course, they've looked at it and said, well, this is not a portrayal of what is on ground. We're going to look at your sources. Uh, we're going to check them out. But we also believe that the people running this Transparency International are people that have showed over time that they are against uh, this administration. Or they do not like this administration. Suggesting that that is the reason why the, the rating is not a good one for the country. But for the PDP, as expected as well, they've come out to say, well, we've always been saying it. Look at what TI is saying. Isn't this vindication for us? <laughs> well, um, now we, we've got to that level that... Um, we got to that level that... Um, we are now trying to find out who is more corrupt. <laughs> uh, that, that's the one that is scary, uh, especially with the statement coming from the PDP. Um, Mr. Lockmore, you know, didn't say PDP was not corrupt or there was no corruption under PDP. I, I think that's the way I, I would rather put it. Uh, but right now, what we have is that um, they are rejoicing that, yes, we told you, that uh, APC is this, APC is that. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that uh, rather than us, um, you know, talking about some other issues we have, we are, we are trying to find out who is who is worse than the other one. But that's the that's the reality. Uh, the, the the APC was should also pinch themselves to 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 check uh, why why would PDP say this about us. Uh, it's it's even more uh, more disturbing when you when you look at the the tripod on which APC promises, you know, were supposed to stand as the campaign in 2015, mm. uh, security, the economy, and cor- anti-corruption war, and security. Do we have it the way they promised? Um, the economy. The economy. 
what what we, what's our perception about it? Now we are talking about the anti-corruption war that a, a lot of a lot of noise has been made about it. They they recorded some successes, but when you weigh these successes with uh, the, the 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 challenges and some of the failures, you want to ask yourself: Will you say tra- the Transparency International is wrong? But they call it perception. That is how the Transparency International had seen it. Uh, Mr. Gabashe will see it differently. Or the presidency is seeing it differently. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been... I, I mean, I would have been surprised if they have hailed this kind of uh, 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 rating. Um, it's a shame, shameful thing that nobody will want to say, yeah, they were right. And you now say, okay, we are, we are working on it. No. So, Mr. Gabashe is doing his job. You know, of trying to defend the presidency and the government. That's what he's doing. But a lot of Nigerians will not agree with him because even from public perception in Nigeria, from some of the things ordinary people can see, you, you might you might call them maybe the people that, that are wrong. But from what they can see, some intermedia, some things have not really improved. And that is what TI if TI had had praised or maybe Nigeria has caught higher points on this index, uh, at least. Uh, Mr. Gabashe will have held it. PDP will have gone against it, that Transparency International is wrong. So if all Mr. Gabashe can say now is Transparency International is an opposition, mm. then that tells you again the level, you know, that some of these spokespersons, you know, have taken some of these issues. When international agencies or even our people here, NGOs, when they are saying certain things, they usually disagree, especially if that thing is going against the government. They are doing their job. But they should also remember that one day they will not be on seat. And these kind of things that have been recorded will still be there for, 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 for people to show them that, look, you said this at this time. What are you going to say this time around? So I, I think that's what they need. But the index has also been open to criticism globally. Mm. And, and that's the point I also want to bring in. You know, I, I, I went through a document, you know, on, on the criticism of this uh, corruption... Perception, perception index, index. Yeah. Yes, it's been criticized on the basis of its method, methodology. You know, according to uh, a political scientist, you know, Dan Ho, you know, he, he mentioned the three flaws in the index. And one of them is that the corruption, corruption is too complex a concept to be captured by a single score. Because, you, you know, it's, you are talking about human, you know, attitude or activities there. Mm. That, that's its own. The, then by measuring perception of corruption as opposed to corruption itself, the index may simply be reinforcing existing stereotypes and cliches. Now, this, this might look academic to a lot of people, but because you also have human beings working... You know, it, it, uh, it, Transparency International, some of, some of the, the things that they are saying here might not be entirely true. Mm. At the same time, you have to look at the reality that we have in Nigeria. Are they well, telling us what is going on? And I think that is where, you know, that index is, is, is right about our country. Whether anybody wants to criticize their methodology or not, it's the, the the thing is that when it comes to corruption, mm. because in I, public I wa- places, I, I, I was going to say that yes, uh, for any uh, study, for any 
review mm. of this nature, there would be uh, questions raised, faults found. But mm. question is, if it had been a better rating, you know, would we <laughs> see, <laughs> see no, it that we, way? We won't be we won't be seeing it that way. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, the the index is usually about public sector, ignoring the private sector. But when you are talking about corruption in this country, <laughs> the two sectors are I always think, I involved. I think they also talk to private you know, sector. So uh, when when you when you like you said that look, if it had been a favorable mm. rating, a, a gabashel. A PDP, they will have gone the other way around. Yes, they will have gone the other way around. Mr. Gabashi will probably be saying Transparency International vindicates us, and yes. then the PDP will be but saying. Can we, can we, can we, can we just see it on the streets? Mm. The, the talking from the the, the most uh, available government, you know, uh, agency, the police that people encounter regularly. What what can you see? The people, the civil servants, are the secretariats. Some of them who are supposed to move files. What can you see? Mm. Our politicians. What can you see? When we are passing our budget, what do we do? And all these things. So it's it's not... Mr. Gabashio can, can go against it, but the reality on ground cannot support what, what, what some of the things he's saying. Some people might say, oh, it's not that worse. But are we even supposed to be talking about it at all? You can imagine PDP saying, oh, yes, we told you. It was better during during, during our time. Mm. You know, there was corruption, but it was not like this. That's right. the stage we are. It's unfortunate. All right. Well, we, we could go on and on as far as this is concerned. Uh, Mr. Gabashil says in coming days, we should still expect some um, uh, some um, reports from the federal government or from the presidency as far as what they uh, believe about this Transparency International uh, report is concerned. I will wait for that. Uh, but very swiftly, moving on, the punch. Uh, pres- President, National Assembly on Collision Cost Over Service Chiefs Confirmation uh, is on the punch uh, this morning. There's uh, that other report on the Premium Times talking about the same situation. It says Service Chiefs were violated Nigerian Constitution Armed Forces Act. That's according to some lawyers. Is on the uh, Premium Times this morning. Reading from the punch, there were indications on Thursday uh, that the President, Mohamed Buhari, and the National Assembly were on a collision cause over the confirmation of the appointment of the new service chiefs. The Chairman of the House of Representatives Committee on Media and Public Affairs, Benjamin Kalu, in an interview with the punch in Abuja, said the President must send names of the new service chiefs to the National Assembly for confirmation. Kalu said the new service chiefs would be on acting capacities until their confirmation by the National Assembly. Uh, remember uh, that uh, the president had appointed uh, the new service chiefs uh, some days back, Chief of Defense Staff Major General Loki Rabo, uh, Chief of Army Staff Major General Ibrahim Atairu, Chief of Naval Staff Rear Admiral Isaac Gambo, and the Chief of Air Staff Air Vice Marshal Isia Kamo. Um, the, the, according to the report, the judgment, uh, there was this judgment that was delivered in 2013 by the Federal High Court uh, by Justice Adamu Belo, uh, which made it mandatory for the president to obtain a confirmation of the National Assembly for the appointment of the service chiefs. The report added that uh, the president had no intention of sending the names of the service chiefs to the National Assembly for confirmation, uh, according to a presidency official. Well, uh, the immediate reaction from National Assembly, uh, the House spokesman, uh, Benjamin Kalu, saying that uh, it is necessary for the National Assembly to confirm the appointment of the service chiefs, uh, saying the service chiefs would be, acting in, uh, would be, in acting, would be working in acting capacity until uh, that is done. Also, the chairman of the Senate Committee on Media and Public Affairs, Ajibola Bashiru, 
uh, who spoke in his personal capacity, urged the legal advisors of the president to perfect necessary arrangements that would ensure the screening and confirmation of the newly appointed service chiefs. Um, his reaction is right there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. There are a number of writers that come with that story. Uh, in other development, I escaped being retired by Obasanjo as a major. Uh, this is according to the immediate past chief of Army Staff, Lieutenant General Tuko Bratai. Uh, there's also Shatima says choice of new service chief was well informed. Uh, that's on the punch as well. Uh, the debate as to uh, the need for the president to send the names of the service chiefs to the National Assembly for confirmation uh, is one that has been brewing for some days now. Uh, there's this report on the Premium Times where a number of um, lawyers have said that the president has violated the Nigerian Constitution and Armed Forces Act uh, by appointing the new service chiefs without the approval uh, of the National Assembly. Uh, well, it's right there on the Premium Times uh, this morning. Uh, there's been no immediate reaction from the presidency as far as this talk is concerned, but uh, you would remember that uh, the uh, spokesperson of the president, Mr. Femi Adesino, was talking the other day saying, well, uh, as far as, um, well, he was talking about federal character and all, saying uh, as far as this is concerned, is the prerogative of the president who becomes chief of staff. He decides who he wants and, you know, he goes ahead to appoint them. But then there's, uh, for some, they look at that judgment in 2013 and say, well, that judgment mandates the president to send the names to the National Assembly. And if the president hasn't done that or isn't doing that, then it will be breaking the law. See, any, any judgment document is a law. Mm. Um, once the court says this is it, that has become what should be respected. Why the presidency might not be doing that? Um, they, they, maybe they need to explain better. But for me, for me, um, they should not turn this to another battle. We're already fighting a battle with this, with terrorism, with banditry and other violent crimes. Now, Am I saying the right thing should not be done? No. Why they are trying to do the right thing? It's good that these service chiefs can work in acting capacities. Let them continue to work because we are like in a state of emergency when it comes to security. So whatever the National Assembly want, want to do, the people in the presidency, some of them that might be sitting on their high horses should come down and look at that judgment look at the Armed Forces Act and some other relevant documents and do the right thing if it is not being done. Rather than, you can see the headline, National Assembly Presidency on the Coalition Course. They should not be colliding on this kind of thing. They should agree. Indeed, they must agree in the interest of this nation. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lesson person or officer between that's in the presidency. You know, that With should be yes. So this is the time that person should work. Go on, go, go check the law, the the, the Armed Forces Act. Look at it. Uh, is the has the president done the right thing by by not allowing the input of the National Assembly to be part of it? If that's true, talk to the president that we still need to do this. But the same law allows. That they could be in acting capacity. After all, the the, the EFCC chairman, you know, that was removed recently, mm. you was know, in was in acting capacity for for so long. So for for me, I, I think we have to create that balance. 
these guys have been appointed they have no time you know to, to even look at their time the time they have now they mm. should just hit the ground running why we are trying to sort out you know the legal aspect of it because if you allow it to go going against the law then another president might come and do the same thing and, and then it becomes a, it be, a thing that, that it, it becomes a norm yes so I, I think that's what we need to do mm. they've been appointed let them continue to act but i don't think uh, not not uh, confirming, confirming them, them should, should disturb what they are doing. I don't think so. Uh, they shouldn't act like politicians who do and all that. They are professionals when it comes to uh, warfare. So let them continue to do what they want to do, but let the presidency also move back a bit and check things and advise the president appropriately. Well, uh, speaking of the security situation in the country, there's this story boldly written on the punch. Kidnappers, gunmen, old sway, abduct 75, kill 18. Uh, that's on the punch. Kidnappers and gunmen have sustained attacks in different parts of the country, abducting 75 persons and killing 18 others. In Niger State, no fewer than 50 persons were abducted in the early hours of Thursday when bandits attacked Basa community in the Shiroro local government area of the state. Nine people were killed very early on Thursday. During an attack by bandits on Sarikin Sheme village in the Faskari local government area of Katsina. In Taraba, at least 25 youths who were coming from a wedding were abducted along Wukari Takum Road. Bandits also struck in three local government areas of Kaduna State where they killed four persons, including two brothers. So if you go uh, further, uh, for, if we come to the south, in Delta State, gunmen killed five persons in the Wari South local government area. Uh, bandits in motorcycles of around Niger community kidnaps uh, kidnap fifty rather uh, is a rider that comes with that uh, is it, it, is rider on the point this morning kidnappers gunmen old way abduct seventy five kill eighteen that report I just telling us the number of things that have been happening across parts of the country in the last couple of days uh, you know we were talking about uh, the the service chiefs not having time and. Um, I, uh, I was I was listening to the chief of defense staff, um, mm. uh, General Loki Rabo, uh, <laughs> after the meeting with the president, and even he acknowledged that yes, uh, well, there is no way they are not aware of the situation. Mm, they've even always he, been part of. Even the, he acknowledged that yes, we're, we're very aware of the task ahead of us, and we just want to get to it as quickly as possible. That's 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 the spirit because uh, see, um, they, they, they they should listen to cr- the criticism mm. going on about. The, the strategies the, 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 the military have been using and all that, where they need to stick to the strategies they are using, if they think that they, they, those, those strategies are working, they should do so. Where they need to also change, you know, some things, they, they should also do so. Nigerians really will not care about how they do or win these various battles. You know, what they care about is that we want to open the newspapers every morning and see less of kidnapping less of te- te- terrorist actions and all that. By the time that, you know, begins to, to, to roll in, people will know that this new set of, you know, uh, military chiefs are working. Mm. That's the only way. But for as long as you still get some of these reports coming out, of course, somebody will say, because the time they don't have is this. President Buhari still have about, let me say, give or take two years, to be on the seat. Can you do something within the next one year and let people see that, look, the, the change that we have now is yielding some re- results. That should be their target. Mm.
President Buhari warns against foiling of ethnic religious prejudices is on The Guardian this morning. Is a report you might want to look out for. Uh, the president was speaking uh, while addressing leadership of the Nigerian Supreme Council for Islamic Affairs, uh, led by its president general and Sultan of Sokoto Alaji Saad Abubakar during a cut to call uh, to the state house. It's right there on the uh, Guardian uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, just before we take this break, uh, the latest um, numbers reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control is on the Tribune this morning. NCDC confirms 864 new cases. Uh, total now 127,024. Uh, that's on the uh, Tribune this morning. You'll find it on some of the other dailies uh, this morning. Yesterday, or the uh, the report from the previous day uh, did uh, reveal to us that the number of recoveries in the country now well over the 100,000 mark. Uh, while a number of people are getting infected, it's good, good to note uh, that there are some others who are recovering. Uh, but uh, sadly, again, the number of people that are losing their lives due to the virus also on the rise. Three more people uh, have died in the last 24 hours due to COVID-19. Death toll in the country now, 1,547. You'll find out on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there's this other report on the punch says COVID-19 vaccines stop misinformation in your domains. Uh, federal government urges monarchs. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we've seen how important the message from the leaders is or are uh, when it comes to people's perception of COVID-19. Uh, the other day, there was the governor of Kogi State saying very interesting things at that gathering that had so many people. And, you know, that led to so many talks as regards what people in Kogi, uh, what it could mean to people in Kogi as regards how, they t- how seriously they took the, co- the, 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 uh, the realness of COVID-19 and uh, prevention against it. Well, um, this, is, this is the burden of leadership. It's, the, it's because of the body language and speeches coming from the governor. Um, a, a lot of unscientific, you know, statements coming from him, trying to say that, look, my people, there is nothing like it. And in Kogi State, we don't have it. Mm. Um, and that's still worrying, you know. And Governor Bello has to be very, very careful of some of these things because you are, you are leading a state, and even if you have issues, have you have you have you gone to maybe among the governors where you have meetings to tackle this matter with even some of your colleagues? I don't know if you have done that. You just see some headlines, you know, relating to him, trying to say that this thing is not real. And he says it with you you see a lot of conviction in him, but the the, the not scientific conviction. He's, he's just saying he's it. He's just made up his mind. Yes, mm. he's just saying it and telling that, look, whatever you say, I don't care. In, in this same country where we are, we are still counting bodies over this, well, maybe there is something that um, maybe he has find, found a way of unscientifically inoculating the people. That we do not know. That we do not know. Mm. So, but uh, whoever wants to listen should listen. Uh, stop misinformation in your domains. FG urges monarchs, this time for the uh, traditional rulers, is right there on the punch uh, to look out for. Uh, Ogo government signs MOU with French firm for dairy food production. That's on The Guardian 
uh, this uh, morning. We'll take a very quick break and return in a moment at Fresh FM at Belton on Twitter. That's where you drop your contributions. We'll get to them in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these the plans unlimited lati le ise flysafe global consult limited gbogbo eyin te di foruko sile ninu eto igbelu sise gege bi esu alabu igbalode ni dubai tori pe iwe idani loju agba o sise iyun offer of employment jade leyin atejise ti gbogbo oye gba lati dubai wa yi o ifuruko sile ti bere lati monday ojo kejidi logun osu keni odun ta wa yi fun isi to gbeyin ninu eto igbani sise gege bi esu alabu igbalode ni dubai to fi eke yi na o yara kankan tori pa ye pere te loku le si magbagbe pe ko si asan sile owo ti visa yin o fi jade be sire ilegbe ofe oko ofe ati eto ilera ofe ni gbogbo oluko pa o ja nfani lati ko pa wa gba form pelu 5000 naira ile ise fly safe to wa ni 55 opopona liberty ladoju kolana house offering road ibadan ateka wa to wa ni lade ko shopping complex ladoju kori dim church akure esile wa gba form yin ni fresh fm abi okuta 09068125 Zero zero fly safe and mission in Dubai. Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed this Friday morning on Fresh One Seven Point Nine FM, Abelkata. The Pempishing newspapers as some headlines to look out for this morning. Uh, there's this particular one that caught our attention. Ogun State government's denial of my appearance on state-owned media propelled me to establish radio station, says Abadara. Now, the proprietor of Sweet FM radio station, Senator Ogun Abadara, has disclosed his reason for the establishment of the station, saying he took the decision after the Ogun State government denied him opportunity to appear on state-owned media towards his re-election in 2015. Our uh, reports that Abadara made the disclosure at the fifth anniversary lecture of the radio station held at Conference Hotels Abelkata State Capital, adding that the incident which was a challenge turned out uh, a success story for him. Uh, in his words I quote, let me take you back to memory lane and let us all know the birth of this radio station that we're celebrating today. In the run-up to the 2015 general election I was to appear on a state-owned station towards my re-election. Having paid the fee required to my surprise, I was stopped from going on the station and when I asked, they said power from above he recalled uh for that reports the explained that following the ugly development he had to report the issue to the then dg of the nbc who counseled him and asked him to apply for a radio license and um you know uh, the journey started from there um is um at least that was the start of the journey according to him and it's right there on the Pempishi newspapers. The state government's denial of my appearance on state-owned media propelled me to establish a radio station, says Obadara. 
uh, we just these are things that must have happened to a number of people uh especially with state-owned <laughs> radio stations even uh, some of the private-owned ones we hear some proprietors would say no i don't want him on my dial i don't mm. want him on my mm. station although some for other reasons but these are apparently for political reasons well thank god um for creating us as uh, communicating animals you know where you deny people access of of speaking then there's a problem mm. and it's the same thing we're having in the media industry um god, god bless everyone involved in making sure that um, we got broadcasting deregulated in in 1992 when that was done and um, today you know because of that democratization of of access to media that's why even a station like fresh fm could come up and um, the, 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 the senator felt it i'm sure um, a lot of nigerians are still being denied whether you are you are highly placed or not and the way it happened is such that where you have the owners whether government private now where you have them having interest any form of interest whether pecuniary interest political whatever you have ethnic they will not give people access people on the opposing side it's 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 shameful that at this level of science and technology some people will still do that and that's why a lot of people would rather go on social media and mm. propagate whatever they want mm. and or you know the social media it's it's it, it's it's out of control of anybody anybody can just moment, say anything anyway. nobody mm. is processing the information before they are pushed out it's unfortunate but that has turned out to be a blessing to 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 the chairman of uh, sweet fm congratulations i think they were they were five you know yesterday yes, you know mm. so and it, it's something to celebrate. Many other CEOs will tell you their experience why you know they, 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 they got into yeah. they got into this kind of business, and it's about access. He was denied. He, he, he also painfully lost that election, mm. and he felt, look, what can I do? And the the professional has told him that, look, yeah, you can also have a radio station, and to the best of my knowledge. I don't think he's been withdrawing access from people to appear like on the station. Uh, so mm. I think All that's right. that's the most important thing here. And of course, any, anybody that still wants to hold radio station, it is not your property. Mm. You are holding it in trust for the people, for members of the public. Mm. So you have to give them the access. All right. Uh, well, uh, very quickly, as we talk to you, that report is on the pen pushing newspapers. Uh, the pen pushing. Because uh, uh, I have the information that uh, a former managing director of the Nigeria Tribune newspapers, Akogontola Deni, uh, he has joined the Pemperation platform uh, and has described it as media arm as a, he has described its media arm as a pride of finest traditional local journalism and across the world. Pemperation reports that a veteran journalist has also showed a regular write-up as part of his genuine contributions towards the developmental growth of the organization, which aims which its aims and objectives are to add value to journalism practice across the globe. Uh, the <laughs> the man who has been regarded by many as Nigeria's most controversial and colorful columnist who combined literary genius with activism expressed optimism about bright future for the Pempishing Media. We started operations about four years ago. Well, um, 
it's right there. Tola Deni joins Pen Pushing. The rest of it is on Pen Pushing Media. There are quite a number of others uh, that's, to look out for. That's a big daddy yeah, for very, us in the profession. Very interesting individual. You, you mm. know, and if you have read articles from him, then you understand the kind of, you know, bigness that we are talking about in... Uh, I, w- I was in reading him. this piece from him uh, on the Pen Pushing platform. Uh, yeah. Also, I saw the flashback, Ratai, Soldiers mm. and Cows. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting. A man who, who, who is full of satire. Mm. You know, when he writes on things, it will take someone who is deep or even deeper to understand what he's talking about. So, uh, it, it's a good one for Pen Pushing. We congratulate... Uh, Uncle Dimeji. Well, let's um, get to hear from you this morning at Fresh FM Abelkata on Twitter. The number is 0815 Good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Hello, good morning. Good morning. My, good morning. Brother, yes, my name is Honorable Larry I'm just calling you from the Tito's Parliament in Abelkata. A very big catch by Pen Pushing. I mean, uh, Chief Toladini is really welcome on Pen Pushing platform. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, it's very sad really, now to be comparing who stole much. Was it PDP? Was it APC now? Instead of people to really focus their mind on how to be able to deliver dividends of democracy to Nigerians, they are trying to compare that. I mean, you stole much. I mean, when you were there, you did this, did that. Forget about comparison. Let us give our people the best. That's all that matters. Good morning, have a pleasant day. God bless you, Ali.
to the uh, the presidency. It's normal thing they are doing. Mr. President, as an ex-military man, know the protocol. You understand? So mm-hmm. they, they should do it amicably. Those people should be on acting mode because the, 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 the situation that we are on, security situation now, is very, very vital. So right. they should just leave them to act for now. Right. Thank you very much. Good All morning. Right, thank you. Good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Yes, right. good morning. Good to have you God bless join us. us God bless the country. Um, I want to talk about the issue of TI, the corruption index given okay. by the transparent government. You see, I wonder how a poor student whose continual assess- assessment as generated by teacher or assessor or examiner who think that he would just want to say, look, teacher, go and see that I want to analyze all you have done. When you know yourself, you have not even performed at all. You are scoring security on security zero. You have scored economy zero at, at continuous assessment, not even the real exam. Now the real exam comes, you cannot even perform. And you are saying you want to analyze. What are you analyzing as a, as a student? That I say we should just go and sit back, sit down. Let me tell you, in all, go up and down the street of Nigeria now. You'll find in the faces of the people how they are so dejected, how they think that this government is supposed to have worked them is not working. And then you can find out that we, the, the government of Wari has failed. I am telling right. you. Thank you very much. All right, Mr. Kari. Thank you very much. Uh, I was... Okay. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Mm. Good morning. Good morning. This is Alain calling from Abeokuta. Good morning to you. Uh, first and foremost, let's allow the service chief to work. Mm. We should not be labeled down with too much of this, uh, uh, whatever. Nigerian has gone and experienced a lot that need them to settle down and work for us. Secondly, on corruption, it is definitely true, whatever report is being given. But all of us are contributors to this factor. It's mm. not only in presidency. Mm. Look around, mm. look around. You definitely see that we are contributing to the corruption index hmm. that is being given. So we hmm. all have to go back to the drawing board and see what we can do. We should not put it on the door of the government alone. Everybody must see Nigeria as a nation and we must love Nigeria to develop. Good morning. All right, good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll get back to the phone lines in a moment. Uh, Twitter this morning, Shegun Bogi says on the issue of service chief's appointment procedure. I want National Assembly to see it as an important issue that's very urgent. At the same time, due security due to security situation at hand. I also believe presidency can still do the needful by sending their names to the National Assembly for confirmation. Edwin Abayomi says, I may not be able to say who is right or wrong between Transparency International and the presidency, but I am convinced that any administration that couldn't find a lasting solution to the daylight robbery of estimated billing system is either corrupt or is an accomplice. He says the PDP inclusive. And you're talking about additional says Gabashew is right. The newly released corruption status trophy or medal of Nigeria is not thoroughly done. If thoroughly done, Gaba will realize Nigeria should be number one in the world. <laughs> says for him to speak against this is even evidently corruption. Uh, well, it goes on to say a country where if 20 billion is stolen or embezzled, you'd only be asked to pay maybe one billion. He <laughs> says, Meanwhile, somebody who steals bread gets life. Well, I, I, I wouldn't quote you. I, I'd stop there because some of these things you say, I get the point you are making. But this is not the law. <laughs> these are not, so these things you say. Uh, Falarik Balao says, on the issues of the new service chiefs, House of Assembly has done well telling presidents to take normal directors according to constitution, but they can still be on acting for now to speed up security situation uh, in the country. Um, 
uh, critical score Pio says Senator Badara was brave. He says he's wicked, the new PDP chairman. I don't know. Um, <laughs> on Facebook this morning, um, Babatunde Jonathan says, oh, we, oh, thank you very much. Oh, great message. Uh, Iman Allen says, incidentally, in reality, APC calls the PDP, PDP calls APC. Where corruption is the currency. Check out the case of cross-carpeting <laughs> of a dual government last election. Well, people have a right to associate with who they want. I mm. don't think that's, that's a case of corruption. <laughs> All right. Um, I, 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 I know at this what you said. I think it's not in our constitution to confirm service chief. If the court says so, the National Assembly should amend the constitution to make it so. Uh, well, the court, of course, would have uh, uh, predicated its judgment on the constitution, not <laughs> the judge would have made something up. Well, um, let's just uh, see whether we can squeeze in one or two more because of our time. Hello, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, it's Nicholas from Abekuta. You, you, you can see that the attempt to muzzle public opinion and free speech is not only by the NBC or by the president. Even in the states, <laughs> the sitting, the sitting the governors or sitting state governments attempts to muzzle free speech within state. But with president like Abada, who have the particular kindness to uphold democratic norms openly. Have a nice Friday and American. God bless you. God bless you too, sir. Thank you very much for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, uh, you'd have to try again. I don't know if we have the time. Hello, Hello good morning. Good morning, okay, good morning. My brother, Samson and uh, Ali. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Quickly, please. Engineer, you know, if you're talking from Yaba, right. talking about uh, corruption, there is no argument about that. 159 over 180. What can we argue about 149. that? 149. 149 mm. over 180. That is, that is unarguable because go to our state there. Primary health care board is charging the head primary or the ex officers of each local government. From each ward of 332, 10,000, 10, because they did net program sponsored by Catholic Mission. And uh, we are telling you, they are charging them two candidates per ward. That is 6.64 million that they are charging them with extortion. Mm-hmm. And we have all these all over the country. I will find out they are paying it. I have my, my siblings that are paying there now. In All my right. local government, All right. in Washington State. Your point is, this- your hello. Wow, we lost our call. Well, well I'm, I'm, it was just well, we would have to look into what he said, but because your point is that you know uh, corruption is happening in the country in mm, many places. Mm. Point taken. I, I think that's that's the point. Just mm. just to wrap up, that's the point. One of the callers just made mm. that um, corruption is not just in the presidency. And I just remember what somebody said, like, look, what's the difference between corruption and connection? You know, when corruption favors people, you know, they say they are connected. Mm. They use their connection to get admission for their kids, the DGs, mm. to do mm. that. Mm. But when it's against them, they see it as corruption. Mm. And we always think these people in government, let us also, in our little corners, let us make sure that we don't hang on to some of these branches of corruption. When mm. you extort people, 
when you jump the queue, when you beat the and traffic you say, light. It's a normal thing. Yeah, you, you just think, have and you think it's it. normal. You, you are shake, also part of you this. You have to shake body. You, you've you added to, to this rating, mm. you know, that we have in the, you know, from the Transparency International. God bless Nigeria. All right, that's the program this morning. Many thanks for your views on the program. Uh, thank you for investing your time with us. We'll return Monday, God willing. Enjoy your Friday. Keep it locked on Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning. Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. From the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9.